0: This is Gareth Southgate and this is the Three Lions Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Three Lions Podcast. My name is Russell Osborne and this is an independent England football supporters podcast. I hope you're well. Recently I bought you the Young Lions episode, one where I spoke with Gordon McKay, who is over in Argentina and watching the Under 20 World Cup and he told us what it was like. That is still available at your podcast provider of choice or, of course, 3lionspodcast.com, which is where you can find loads of the previous episodes. Go and have a dig about. I'm sure you'll find one there that you uh, you may enjoy. Sadly, though, following that, the boys fell at the round of 16 stage, losing to Italy 2-1. Whilst I'm sure it is a huge disappointment to them, as I said in that previous episode... It is all a great experience and it can only set them on the right path going forwards. The Senior Men's Preview episode is nearly ready to go. I feel like I've been mentioning this one uh, for a little while now. I think I've gotten a little ahead of myself. Uh, But I will have a preview to Malta, Manchester and North Macedonia too. I'll be with you soon. But this episode is just focusing in on Serena Weigman's first Lionesses World Cup squad, which she announced on the 31st of May. Now, you may have seen this. Rather than doing it at St George's Park, it was decided that it would be announced at Boldmere St Michael's Football Club, a grassroots non-league side in Sutton Coldfield. Like that, I like the way they've done that, the FA and the is really good. So, she announced a squad of 23. It is worth noting that the men's Qatar squad had 26 players, although on a match day, only 23 could be chosen. I genuinely don't know why there is a difference between the two. I guess that's something I'm going to have to uh, to look into and find out. If I do, I will let you know. Or, if someone uh, could let me know, be most appreciated. It's a squad that we all know has had some well-documented absentees. Beth Mead, Leah Williamson, Frank Kirby, and of course, no Ellen White or Jill Scott from that Euro-winning side either. It is still a squad, though, with a vast amount of experience. I'll go through it in a moment, but it's worth noting that seven players were part of the squad that went to France in 2019. Mary Epps, Millie Bright, Lucy Bronze, Alex Greenwood, Rachel Daly, Georgia Stanway and Kira Walsh. And three were also part of Mark Sampson's squad of 2015 that went to Canada and finished third. Lucy Bronze, Alex Greenwood and Jordan Nobbs. So, there is experience in there, and that is important when going to a World Cup because the environment can be slightly different. Uh, There's often a case of, you know, players getting bored in the same environment. Uh, But if you've got players that have already experienced that, uh, they can sort of ease in the players who perhaps haven't experienced that. Actually, This squad has six players who have never been to a full senior tournament before. And of course, with the the Euros last year being played here in England, it would have been slightly different. I'm sure that the uh, the players at some point were allowed to go home to more familiar surroundings. Um, But when you're going to be over in Australia, then there's not anywhere that is so familiar friends, family. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be probably in a in a hotel that is unfamiliar. Anyway, that squad in full is as follows: We've got three goalkeepers, seven defenders, six midfielders, and seven forwards. The goalkeepers: Mary Earps, Hannah Hampton, and Ellie Robuck. Defenders: Millie Bright, Lucy Bronze, Jess Carter, Neve Charles, Alex Greenwood. Esme Morgan and Lottie Wibben Moy. In midfield, Laura Coombs, Jordan Knobbs, Georgia Stanway, Ella Toon, Kira Walsh, Katie Zellum. And then the forwards, Rachel Daly, Bethany England, Lauren Hemp, Lauren James, Chloe Kelly, Katie Robinson, and Alessia Russo. It is a squad with an average age of 25.6. 733 caps across it and 114 goals. Lucy Bronze is the most experienced with 104 caps. Hannah Hampton the least with just two. Laura Coombs is the oldest player at 32 and Katie Robinson is the youngest at just 20. Ella Toon is the highest goal scorer in the squad with 16 goals to her name. It is a squad made up of six players from Manchester City, four from Manchester United and Chelsea, three from Aston Villa, two from Barcelona, and there's one player each from Tottenham, Bayern Munich, Arsenal and Brighton. And those six players that I mentioned who have never been to a full senior tournament before, uh, Neve Charles, Laura Coombs, Lauren James, Esme Morgan, Katie Robinson and Katie Zellum. So they're the new ones. Now, in Leah Williamson's absence, Millie Bright will take over the captain's armband. Although with Millie Bright, there has been talk of her injury status. Uh, Serena has said that she will be ready for the World Cup, but I uh, have to have a little bit of concern if she's had no recent match action. But I must say, well done to Beth England. She made the change from Chelsea to a struggling Tottenham side and she's been firing them in and it's paid off. Not only has she pretty much saved Spurs from the drop, but she's made her way back into the squad. And I've always thought that she was always on the kind of periphery of Serena's thinking. Maybe I was wrong. Uh, well done to her. So who has missed out? May from Manchester United can consider herself a little bit Um, Unfortunate. Jess Park too. Uh, Emily Ramsey in goal. Uh, They're all on the standby list. Perhaps Nikita Paris. Again, a little bit hard done by. She's had a, a good end to the season. And there was a lot of internet chatter about Steph Horton. But if I'm honest, I couldn't ever see that happening. She's never appeared under Serena Weigman. To expect her to change her mind now was always going to be slim although it appears conversations were had about her and to Horton's credit she's had a decent season Uh, but it was decided to not select her I do wonder how we're going to do at this tournament obviously with a strong full strength team we had to be looking at semi-finals as a minimum But I wonder now, could the quarter-finals be the best we can hope for? Have we got enough to go further? I'm looking at the draw. If we win the group or come second, we play either the winners or second place from Group B. Now that group features Australia, Canada, Nigeria and the Republic of Ireland. I think a safe bet would be either Australia or Canada in the round of 16. Either of those are going to be tough. If we can go through that, I think we could end up facing one of Germany or Brazil. Again, both tough. I'm going to lay my cards on the table. I think we'll end at this stage. I don't think I'm being negative I think I'm being realistic. We have got a fabulous team, but I think we've lost just a little too much since the Euros through either retirements or injuries. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to be proved wrong, but I think since those turn of events, my thinking has had to be readjusted. We shall see. With regards to the TV rights, which has been a a story in recent months, as yet nothing has been set in stone. It's been said that both the BBC and ITV will share it here in England, but it appears that the major European TV audiences, i.e. ourselves, the UK, Germany, Spanish, French and Italians, have not come up with a figure that FIFA are happy with. By all accounts, these broadcasters had offered between 800000 to 8 million for the rights and apparently FIFA aren't happy with that as a comparison uh, the men's world cup is apparently valued between 100 to 200 million to show the games now I think a stalling block is clearly the time zone games will be played here uh, in the mornings for European TV viewers so the TV companies, they're not going to want to shell out a huge amount of money when the demand perhaps isn't so much there because simply the vast majority of people are going to be at work, is my sort of understanding. I'm fairly confident, though, an arrangement is going to be made. The last thing any European broadcaster uh, would want is to not show it. But we shall see. Uh, also, we are still... None the wiser about any potential warm-up games either, are we? I was hoping that there will be something announced that we could maybe go to here in England before the team flies off. Delays are apparently happening because of the European Clubs Association. They are holding on to the registration of their players for a little longer and they only release them 10 days before a tournament Uh, and in that time well there's little time to play any games is there Uh, that is my understanding um, which is a shame but well we'll have to wait and see if a a game is played and we can see the girls off before they uh, go to Australia but it is about 50 days until the tournament begins before then I am planning on once again chatting with Rich Laverty And I'm also hoping to speak with someone in Australia to get a feel for things over there. So stay tuned, stay subscribed, and I hope to bring you that. But in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Cheers.